Hi, this is Deborah Ann Wool. Thank you for listening to the Children of Erte podcast, presented by Demiplane. You can join us live on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv backslash RPG, or catch up with the VOD of each episode on the Demiplane YouTube channel. Bags are packed, are you ready to go? This time tomorrow we'll be on the road Riding with you in the sunnier days I wouldn't want it any other way First things first, I will kick it over to Adam to tell us all about today's sponsors. Yeah, incredible sponsors for tonight's stream. So idol champions of the Forgotten Realms coming back. Thanks so much for all of your support. If you are coming now from the end game prompt, thank you very much. Stay a, uh, stay a while and listen. We would love for you to check out what's going on with Children of Erte, but also you can grab that Electrum chest code on the overlay, and I'm sure it is bouncing around in chat. So thank you, Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. And we also have Die Hard Dice. Yay. And so we've got all these palm bones rolling <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Um, we are, are stocked up full with Die Hard Dice, uh, character uh, flavored colors, everything going on with that. So thank you, <laughs> Die Hard Dice. You can get 10% off an order with that with the code Erte, no accent on that. And also, I believe, yes, we are giving away a $25 gift card at some mm -hmm. point this evening in chat. So pay attention there and you can get $25 towards a purchase on Die Hard Dice. And finally... Tonight you will hear the dulcet tones of Sirenscape because epic games need epic sound. And with that, I'm going to introduce myself. I'm Adam Bradford, the CDO at Demiplane. You can find me on Twitter at BadEyeAdam. And we're going to see if this intro order actually goes off without a hitch here in our third episode. Go. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Hey, everybody. I'm Alicia Marie. Um, you can find me all over socials at Alicia Marie Body. I'm a costume artist, uh, cosplayer, performing artist, and I'm doing some pretty cool things in the creative space. So if you follow my socials, you'll find out more about what I'm doing. And tonight, of course, I play the, I don't know, tall, socially awkward for <laughs> Armstrong. <laughs> Um, hi, I am Jen Kretschmer. You can find me on Twitter as at DreamWisp. You can find me streaming on Twitch as DreamWisp Jen. Um, I do a lot of things all over the internet. I'm a writer, performer, um, creator, doing the things, all of the things. <laughs> um, and I am playing Maeve Flynn, and I am uh, your friendly neighborhood troublemaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lauren Urban. I'm the content coordinator <laughs> over at Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. You can find me on Twitter as Oboe Lauren. You can find me playing D&D or playing Oboe somewhere at all times. I'm also playing Neb, who is very burnt and very uh, freaked out right now. <laughs> and hi, my name is Hope Lavelle. You can follow me on Twitter at the Hope Lavelle. I am a motion capture performer by day and by night. I love to play some D&D. And I am playing your 80 years young friendly 
Robin, who is ready to take pictures of whatever shenanigans is going on next. <laughs> the camera is ready. Wonderful. Um, and I'm Deborah Ann Wool. You can find me at Deborah Ann Wool at all the places. And uh, I shall be running the adventure tonight. So thank you, players, for being here to play with me today. And to all of you at home tuning in, please make yourselves comfortable and settle in for the third chapter of Children of Erte. So where we left off last, I think we were with Neb, uh, who had just been horribly burned at the door, uh, attempting one more time to open this surprisingly difficult <laughs> door. Um, and as you turned around and looked out the window opposite the door, you saw little blue lights, almost like fireflies chasing the train, uh, trying to you know move along with it. Meanwhile, Silas, you were back in your room, uh, recovering from this act of daring do, <laughs> hanging onto the side of a train. Um, your stuff has been strewn about the place. Um, and uh, I believe, um, Feruza, Maeve, and Robin, you had a lovely night of charcuterie and uh, slumber partying planned. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so who would like to begin? Uh, why don't we start with you, Neb? I, I think she is just pressed up against the window, still very much in shock. Uh -huh. Very much not sure what is going on anymore, but just like clutching both her hands against her chest. She's just staring. I think she's yeah. continuing to stare out the window, see if she can see them again, yeah. see if something else happens. Well, you saw them sort of go faster than the train, sort of move ahead of it and almost disappear into the trees beyond. As you keep watching, however, every once in a while, almost like dolphins just dipping above the surface of water, they sort of dip out of the trees and back in. Like they are sort of playing as they ride alongside. Yeah, like literally like dolphins on the side of a boat playing in the, in the wake. And I have no idea what they are, do I? <laughs> you, can, you can make a check if you'd like to do a nature check. Uh, sure. Go for it. Let's, let's, let's see. Nope, nope, nope. That's a, that's a five. That's a five. Um, yeah, it's hard. I mean, they could be birds. They could be insects. They glow, which is incredible. You can't get a really good, clear vision of them. They're so fast, and it is you know middle of the night. Um, but they're just like little flying stars. I'm gonna try to grab my phone mm -hmm. and take a picture. Okay. How 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 burnt am I, and how hard is this gonna <laughs> Let's be? Give this a sleight of hand. <laughs> See, uh, tap for the focus, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's 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 see how this works. Okay. Well, I rolled a ten, which gives me a nine. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, you get some really blurry photos of trees. Um, <laughs> as you keep keep trying to catch it, you catch just the corner of one. But again, as you look down at the photo. It's just like a speck of light. It could even be a, a flare, you know. If you were to show it to someone, they'd just say, "Oh, that's just a, a you know, a fault in the the lens." Well, now I understand why there's no pictures of Bigfoot. Okay. This... <laughs> <laughs> um, did yes. we see uh, Neb get burned, or were we in the other room? I can't remember. I can't we remember. Were in Silas's car. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we did. I don't think. I think Neb I... went on her own. Yeah, oh, that's right. It happened okay. right. Or, I yeah. just kind of wandered out in shock, still thinking there's someone in this room. So yeah, you probably heard me 
as she got burned. Like she would have okay. cried out or something when that happened, mm-hmm. but yeah. Not trying to be rude at all to all of you, um, but um, I think, and you see Silas just grabbing all of the towels and, and he says, oh. uh, but I think I'm gonna try to cover that window up a little bit and then maybe get in the shower. And then so he yeah. starts gathering all his things and trying to put them back in, in his bag. In the commotion of him grabbing the towels, I would yes. like to pocket one of those makeup bag things. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, let's do a sleight of hand for you, contested by Silas's perception. And I, I intentionally uh, am doing this while he is focusing on other gotcha. things. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, we will, uh, let's see, we'll give you advantage on the sleight of hand rather than disadvantage on his perception. Oh. And can you roll mine? You uh, want me to roll yours? What is your perception? Negative. Negative one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) How'd you do? 23. Yeah, you you grab one. Silas is so shaken. Um, He has no no clue that you've taken one of his uh, little cosmetic bag things. Um, And uh, Silas, yeah, you're just, I mean, you're covered in soot. You're freezing cold. You're banged up. You're scraped. Um, and your stuff is all over the floor. Your clothes are dirty. Sorry. I mean, I'm not there, but. You believe your beloved hat has just flown off, is somewhere lost in the wild. Yeah, um, I, I really I genuinely appreciate um, all the help there. I don't know where Neb went, but um, but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to just get all the soot off of me and um and, and did we hear something about a slumber party i, I can join you all in in, in, a, in a few minutes oh good this will be so much fun after all the commotion we can tell these beautiful stories. state rooms and now everyone's gonna go sleep in sleeping bags in the lounge i love it uh, all right uh so yes so uh silas you're gonna take a shower and try to board up your window clean up a little bit Okay. I don't know if I can, like if there's a table or just anything that is going to remove some of the biting uh-huh. cold if possible. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have all those towels, you have the blankets off of your bed. Um, you know, in the in the space, there's not a lot that kind of comes unattached. Everything's somewhat sort of bolted down. Um, but yeah, if you have some kind of adhesive or something, you could potentially... Um, um, no adhesive. So, no adhesive, um, so, we, so yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so we will just simply try to tie off parts of the yeah. uh, blanket, probably. The, you need the f- some duct tape there. Uh, do, do you have duct tape? I do. Uh, How do you have duct tape? I don't want to Never adventure. go anywhere without duct tape. Uh, well, I'm a travel on a trip. Yes. Yeah, if you have some, <laughs> it would be very helpful. So I'll go and okay. go back to my room and swap out what I have with me. <laughs> Secret it away. Um, yes. Not in the same place as the hat. Okay. Box. Good to um, know. And I will uh, grab some of my duct tape. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Farooza actually yes. says to everyone, um, I'll be right back. I'm going to go put this back in my cabin. <laughs> There's an axe. She's gonna walk, walk back to her room. For, for, wow. for Rusa, I, I'm I'm really sorry that I had anything to say about you bringing the axe because uh, it it actually um, 
it, it, it helped me out a great deal. So, uh, so thank you for being prepared. You're welcome. It, it kind of has helped me in some tight spots too. I don't want to really tell you how and why, but just know that it has helped me in some tight spots as well. So, um, you can put on some clothes now. The towel is a little small. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, sorry about that. I forgot where I was. No problem. I'll be uh, I'll be right back, you guys. Okay, and don't eat all the treats until I come back. <laughs> back. All right. Robin and is going to. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes, Robin. Robin is going to step out into the hall and check on Neb. Okay. Um, are you okay, dear? This. I don't know. You look like you've seen a ghost. I I think I'm. Would you come here a second? Is her as is, is her her hands are burned, but is her body? Does she look like she has burns on them, or was that more of just like a feeling? It was just a feeling. She okay. the the all of the actual burning is on her hand. Okay, and she's kind of got them clutched against her sweatshirt mm -hmm. right now. Um, but she obviously looks hurt. But her eyes are focused out the train at dolphin lights. <laughs> Uh, Robin will, you know, look at where she's looking and, and kind of peer out the window. But as she does, she's just going to gently take Neb's hands and 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 place them on the window oh. so that they can cool down. Just kind of like a yes. I like trust that. me, it'll feel good. Uh, are you using something special to do this, or is this just a medicine check? It's just a medicine. Check. Roll a medicine check, please, for me. Mm, that's a thirteen. Thirteen, great. Uh, oof, I rolled it well. Uh, six healing for you there, Neb. Nice. Yeah. Just that's a little Neb. bit of cooling. That's like oh. half your hit points at this point, right? Wait, <laughs> you, squishy, you squishy little first levelers. <laughs> oh, that feels kindergarten pictures of us. Let's play level one. Level one. I almost okay. died to a door. <laughs> door. Every player ever. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Oh my goodness! Classic D and D, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, that feels so much better. I will. Yeah. Uh, what, are you are you looking outside right now? Ah uh, yes. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me. <laughs> <laughs> what are we looking for? So kind of like with the door. I'm not sure if I want to say anything because I don't want you to see something that's not there just because I said it. But do you see any weird lights? I you mean like. You mean like starlights or, or fire campfires? Uh, look, look, you see right there amongst the trees? And I'll do my best to point where I've been seeing them <laughs> yes. dolphin in and out. Would you like to make a perception check, Robin? Yes. Uh, actually, will you roll it for me? I yes, have a plus two. Is, am I helping by pointing at least? <laughs> <laughs> um, as you follow, uh, uh, Neb's pointing and, you know, you get your glasses on and settled right where you like them on the, the bridge of your nose. Um, you too, I think you can faintly see just these little blue lights just sort of dashing in and out of the trees. Ah, oh, well, Christmas bells I'll be. Uh, let me. Why, Neb, I think you might have found something. I don't know what I found, but that's Do kind of everything on this train, right? Neb. Do you believe in 
magic. Yes. That's why you can see them. Whatever it is, even if it's coming from up here, you believe it's there, so it is. Does that, does that mean you believe in magic since you saw it? Oh, yes, of course. You don't live as long as I do and not see magical things. <laughs> Have you ever seen anything like that? can't say that I have, but, you know, I was a magician's assistant once, and <laughs> I believe that there were some party tricks up their sleeve. <laughs> oh, but, you know, that's well, a story I, for another time. I do want to hear those stories, but I don't want to know how any of the tricks are done. I mean, I know those are all tricks, tricks, but it, it's fun to pretend. But that... I tried the door again because I was thinking that there was someone inside. And then I looked out the window and saw that. And now I'm starting to think there's no one, there's no one in that room. There's wow. something else going on in there, but there's no one in that room. Ned, do you think that it's wise that we try to open this door? I don't. No, but whatever's in that room is really interesting, and I don't think I can stop myself from trying. Although, and she'll look down at her burnt hands. Yes. May maybe not anymore tonight. <laughs> that is a fine idea. Tonight, we get cheese and chocolates and our sleeping bags, and we tell stories around a <laughs> metaphorical fire. Yeah, no real fire. I've already kind of... <laughs> the rest of that sounds amazing. Um, I don't know why, but I'm I'm in as soon as you said cheese and chocolate. Um, what do I got to get? I don't get? know why either. What? Cheese and chocolate? Well, <laughs> if you have a sleeping bag, I've got a great quilt that I made. But if you have a flashlight, then you can shine it in your face while you tell ghost stories. Oh, I love doing that. I don't have a sleeping bag, and I don't... I don't have a flashlight, but, and I'll awkwardly press the key button on my phone to make yeah. the flashlight yes. come on. Yes. Yeah. But I got, I have this. Oh, right. I always forget about those. Yeah. Well, you and I can share my quilt. How's that sound? <laughs> that sounds lovely. I'll also go grab some other okay. stuff. So, yeah, so everyone is making party preparations here. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, a moment later, each of you sort of hear a little knock on your door all the way down the line. Um, and just a, a little voice outside going, well, hey, Daryl, you, your party's ready to go anytime you're set. Uh, uh, thank you, Augie. Oh, hey, there, yes. Oh, it is, <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah, I've got everything set up. I've got a couple of candles going. Um, I think it should be really nice and cozy for you. A lovely, lovely. I appreciate it. And Augie, you should know, you are more than welcome to join us. Oh, if you wouldn't mind, I'd just love that. And anything you need, I'll be right there. Uh, I'd love to just sit and get to know you better. You know, we're going to be spending quite a few days on this trip here together. Mm -hmm. are, you, are you feeling more yeah. rested now? I'm feeling so much better. Thank you so much for asking. I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah. I've gotten real used to this night shift, you know. Yeah, we might have a few questions for you too, Augie. I've made a spreadsheet 
uh, for a little bit for a few of the things we've experienced so far on the trip. We might want to discuss with you when you have time. Oh, my. Okay. You know, I'm a, I'm a real train buff. I love all things trains. I know all about them. Uh, you know, I took this job here because I'm really hoping, you know, someday Gloria is going to retire. And, you know, she's just the, been the best uh, uh, person to train under. And, uh, you know, when she does decide, decide to do so, I'd love to be the conductor here of the, the Starlight Special. So, you know, put in a good word. Rate me five stars. Review, please. At the end of your trip. I'd greatly appreciate it. Where is Gloria? Oh, she's sleeping, honey. Yeah. Okay. They're the day shift, so they get to sleep while the train's going. And then there's me on the night attendance, as long as well as the engineer and the stoker who are, you know, running the train. Um, mm -hmm. And then uh, tomorrow, while you guys are on your excursion, we'll all take a rest and then set the train up for the next night's run. On that I... topic, Miss Augie. Um, yes. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, so, number one, um, is there anyone that perhaps tomorrow when everyone wakes up that we can talk to about the person that's trapped in a burning to death. Um, so if that's not too much trouble. Um, and then uh, the other thing is we uh, might need a new window in my room. Uh, the window broke. It broke. It fell and apart. so um, maybe while we're out on the excursion that could be replaced. Did it break or did you break it? Uh, oh, I did not break it. I absolutely <laughs> did not break it. Magic. How, what, just, would you care to explain what was happening when it broke? Oh, dear. Uh, I was just hanging out. <laughs> and it just broke in his face. Is that what this point oh, my goodness. Goodness. Out of the blue. Anyone who's looking at her after centuries of use. <laughs> He's looking at Neb. Sorry, guys. Anyone's looking at her is just she shrinks a little bit. At her. She's just hanging out. Neb <laughs> like this, looking up at the ceiling, looking around. Um, Augie sort of shifts. She goes, "Oh my! Well, I'm I'm so sorry to hear that, um, sir. Uh, of course, we will get that repaired as as quick as we can uh, tomorrow." Uh, luckily, if you if you'd like to sleep in the lounge area, you know you won't be too cold tonight because uh, you'll get quite a chill real quick um, through here. So we'll make sure we keep your door closed, okay, sir? Yeah, it's it's pretty cold um, outside. Yes, and then um, what was the more people you'd like to speak to? Is that what you asked about? Uh, just someone that might know something. Oh, about oh yes, about the uh, haunted room. You know, or the I know, or... I knew you you were going to be kind of a trickster. You know, I was a little bit mad. A little bit peeved about that trick you played on me earlier, but now I'm starting to get you. You think you're funny. You're kind of the funny one, aren't you? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, my goodness. Well, I'm so glad to know that that was all in good humor. Um, well, fantastic. I can't wait to hear all your jokes. I'm a big fan of jokes myself. All right. Yeah. But, you know? Uh, do you know where Noah comforting. keeps his bees? Uh, no. I, Noah I keeps not. his bees in the archives. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> That's a good oh, one. Oh, I get it. Oh, the I love that. admiration. Yes. <laughs> Do you actually just say that out loud? I did. admiration. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, oh, that's another one of those funny jokes. Okay, well, come on now before the cocoa gets cold. And she's going to turn and sort of bustle down the hall, uh, you know, outside and back into the lounge area. Uh, Farouz is going to lean toward uh, Maeve and say, um, so we're just gonna gloss over the fact that there's a poltergeist in Kevin A. What do you think? 
As long as we leave it alone, perhaps it'll leave us alone. We're not gonna leave that alone. I'm not gonna be trying to open it anymore. I am certainly not. Silas looks as shaken as Adam does. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's certainly. Neb walks up and she's changed into her flannel pajamas. Yes, adorable. It's time. It's time to be in flannel. It um, is. And she's pulled the blanket off the bed. Okay. And perfect. is going to come walking on up and say, I don't think there's anybody alive in that room. What do you mean there's no one alive in there? There's a casket? No. You saw I, a casket? No, I haven't, I haven't gotten in yet, but there's there's something going on, but it's not a real person. It's There's something else going on in there, but I don't think we have to worry about a real person in there. Do you have any sense of what it is? No, but... Uh, look around. Is, has Augie, like, wandered off? Oh, yeah. Augie yeah. went back into the lounge room. She she was like, come on! It's getting cold! And just, you know, disappeared. I'll be there in a moment! Um... And then I'll lower my voice a little bit. Yes. I tried the door again. Again? Yeah. I know. But the whole thing with uh, Silas was, sorry, it was kind of a shock and I just I just tried it. And then um, afterwards I was looking out the window and I think I saw more ghosts. And and uh, Miss Robin saw them too. So it's Were they also just... on fire? No, these were blue. What? And I I got pictures, but I... And she'll look down at her hands. Yes. They're not good pictures. <laughs> can we see the pictures that you took? I mean, can we see Ab what you... Absolutely. And I'll pull it up and mm -hmm. scroll through the blurry pictures. <laughs> I, I do I do feel like uh, this is going to be one of those things and where I'm going to end up on, you know, a, a nightly news show where they're just going to make fun of me because look at the blurry pictures. But I, I really did see that. Can, can Silas, can you just give us, because I missed part of it in all the, you taking a shower and uh, breaking windows and things like that. Um, while you were outside uh, train surfing, getting hypothermia, you, what did you see you specifically in that room you said? Uh... I mean, again, it had to be pyrotechnics or holograms or uh, it's the only rational explanation. I mean, we, uh, down in the South, we have these things called uh, judgment houses where they like try to scare people out of hell. And basically it kind of looked like that in there. And um so I am trying to convince myself that I wasn't seeing things now, but it doesn't seem like it was real, but certainly smoke in the room and a face um, that I will never forget um, appeared at the window very, uh, very suddenly. And I almost fell to my death. And the face said nothing to you. Nothing I don't know if I could have heard it. It was pretty loud out there. But I don't think it tried to speak, no. I surprisingly do not have an answer for anything Silas has just said. Does anyone else have any experience? Anyone here a priest, exorcisms, anything like this? No? Oh. Good. Well, okay. Yes, because they've started letting women into the clergy now. <laughs> I, 
I, I do have, I think, a cousin twice removed who was a rabbi, but that, I haven't talked to them in years. We are the closest thing. Maybe we should try to communicate, or we're an escape room. Maybe, maybe, okay, through the back to reality, maybe this is an escape room and we're in it. The, the, the thing is, we can't escape from the escape room. Get it? No? Okay, next question. I, I just know that I don't want to sleep in my room. Not just because it's going to be incredibly cold in mine uh, but what if we get trapped like whatever's in there what well we're going to sleep in the other room for that yes reason. so um, but yeah and augie is kind of waiting for us so maybe <laughs> maybe we go and have um some alcohol and chocolates and cheese but and get some and maybe some stories? Maybe she knows some stories about this train that can give us some answers? I mean, speaking of stories, in terms of my memories of what the stories might Mima would tell about the fairies, there's a specific one that seems to be resonating in, in my head. Is that something that I would be okay to share? Really? Jen asks. <laughs> uh, with me, yeah, of course we can, yes. Uh, one of the, the superstitions about the fairies and the ghosts uh, back in Ireland was about the will-o'-wisps. What? Fairy lights. They travel through the woods. They uh, <laughs> they they try and lead you from your path and lead you astray. They, they often steer travelers into trouble. And... I don't really believe in them, generally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said they were called will-o'-wisps? Will-o'-wisp, will-o'-the-wisp. Will it's actually the source of jack-o'-lantern. That's what they were originally called. Friar's lanterns, lots of names for them. And as she's talking, I've pulled back out my phone and I'm going to- yes. There was even a whole ballet about him, Giselle. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, okay, okay, okay. Will, of, and I'm going to, as yeah. as we're doing whatever we're doing, I'm going to look up Will of the yeah, West. let's do an investigation for how well you goggle. Sure. From there. <laughs> let's see what my goggle is. I could be I'm way off for all we know, but that seems like something I remember my mom telling me about. I'm really impressed that you, that you know that. <laughs> you never had your parents tell it? Like, no, uh, no, tell you stories, no. local legends, urban folklore. My parents could tell me everything that uh, about the bottom of a bottle, but not about little fairy stories. So. Oh, that sorry sounded really that. sad, didn't it? I didn't mean for that to. I, I'm sorry, I barely know all of you. So, I mean, we just went through a near death experience together, yeah. so I'm not going to blame you if you want to continue to talk about anything personal. Also, <laughs> I'm still kind of recovering. My hands are really burnt, and it's really yes, hard to type into the phone is. as you I need rolled more of a, the burn cream. I rolled a ten. <laughs> you rolled a ten oh, no. with um, my plus five to investigation. Yes. <laughs> wow. You wow. probably spelled it a little wrong or something like that. It's just not quite pulling up the thing. You know, the, the resources you're used to. Um, it's also hard to tell on the internet nowadays what's real and what's something someone just wrote. So the inf only information you're getting that you feel confident about is that Maeve, you know, is, is she's, she's right, you know, within the information that she's brought forward, they're sort of these, these trickster lights, um, but you're getting some information that they not, you know, not always are they ill-intentioned. 
um, that they are lights. Sometimes they can lead you into trouble if they're feeling particularly uh, tricksy that day, or sometimes they will lead you uh, towards adventure and uh, and growth if they feel you are worthy of it. Maeve, if you've got any more stories that you remember hearing, I would love to hear them in the other room with the alcohol. Okay. <laughs> I have Let's no strong objections to that decision. <laughs> Okay, so we are officially moving to the lounge car. Okay, yeah. A lot of hanging um, out in the sleeper corridor. Yes. Uh, as everyone does go, uh, yes, uh, Robin. Robin is just going to hang behind just really quickly uh -huh. and, and put her ear to the door. Once everyone is gone and there's like yes. a quiet kind of coming over the car, mm -hmm. um, and she's just going to listen for a moment. Great, yeah, perception check. Let's see that 14. A 14. As you put your ear to the door, it's almost like someone's taken like a, a conch shell to the other side and there's just that <laughs> hollow sound on the other side. And this whispering that Neb had heard. <sighs> suddenly begins to sort of get amplified in your ear. Again, not words that you can make out their specificity, but it is, it's like there's a mouth right on you know, the open ear speaking into your ear. Not the door ear, but this one. Robin is going to reach into her bag. Yeah. She's going to pull out a little hearing aid. Okay. And she's going to put it in her ear. Yes. And she's going to turn a little knob. Yes. And she's going to say to herself, this was always makes me a, a lot better at comprehending languages. Let me just <laughs> listen a little tighter here. As you sort of adjust the frequency, trying to trying to just key into what you hear, suddenly a voice becomes a little bit clearer. My love, my one, my only, stay, stay for eternity. Well, I'm gonna note that and not tell anyone. <laughs> 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 don't want to freak anyone out like I am right now. Okay, and I'll go and join the car. <laughs> nope, Jen's no, having no, a reaction no, no, that Maeve no. has no idea. Maeve is having like, no reaction, Jen. Is like, Maeve has no reaction. Jen has lots of reaction. <laughs> Maeve's sitting there like drinking, having snacks, sitting in pajamas, <laughs> comfy sleeping bag. Um, Meanwhile, in another reality. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Miss Robin, I'm glad that you were able to join us. We saved you. Well, actually, no, I think Augie just brought a lot. Yes. So yeah. sitting in the in the lounge area now, and, and you see just through a little curtain that's been pulled aside is that dining area all laid out on the, on the dining table. Um, you see, again, more pastries. There's meats, there's cheeses, there's nuts, there's honey, um, there's hot cocoa, there's rum. Uh, there's, you know, yeah, there are like all sorts of lovely little old and old scotch, really beautiful, like amber color to it uh, that she's laid out a couple of shops. So um, on the other side of that dining room is the curtain that has the chain across that says authorized personnel only. In the lounge area, not only have you brought your own blankets and comforters and quilts, but Augie has pulled out a bunch of beautiful pillows and laid them out around. She's lit candles to put around the room. As you come and she says, oh, I'm so glad you're joining. I think this is just the greatest idea. You know, none of our other passengers 
have given this a shot and I'm so excited. You know, I well, don't think any of your other passengers have broken a window. You know, <laughs> Neither have we, so it's good. You know, we've had a couple of little little scuffs here and there, but nothing quite so extreme as breaking a window. You know, those windows are tough. I'm, I'm surprised. We must have had a stray branch or something come through. Have any of your other passengers reported seeing death reincarnated and a little demon woman? My goodness, you just don't quit. You are so funny. Um, of course not. Oh, my goodness. Do you know so him? Unsettling. He's such a laugh. I, I think he's just coming up with fun things to talk about because we're all very fascinated by that stuck room right this is true. there. Yes, I know. Of course, yeah. you know, we've all been really fascinated about it. But, you know, everyone has tried, you know, right, left and center to try to get that door open. Um, you know, we've even tried breaking the glass, but we can't even get that glass to break. I told you it's pretty tough glass. Um, but, you know, also... This is a beautiful vintage train. They don't want to harm it too much. So, you know, we've stopped short of any extreme damage. But, um, you know, I think there were a couple of accidents when they were trying to get that door open. Um, some people got real hurt. So they just at a certain point, you know, I think they ran out of money and just sort of said, leave it be and we'll get running. Get on with renovating the rest of the train. Hmm. So no one, Gloria, you, Augie, has any... Uh sort of knowledge of like the history of, of that room or like maybe someone who stayed in there a long time ago and died and never left. Nothing under that. Oh my goodness. You're getting right on the, the bandwagon, aren't you, with the <laughs> jokes? I love it. Um, no, can't say as I know anyone that died in that room or anything like that, you funny fellows. Um, but, um, uh, you know, I, we do know a little bit about the history of the train. Um, you know, it was uh, it was created, uh, you know, way back at the turn of the century. And then um, around the mid 1930s, all the people aboard just sort of disappeared. They just sort of abandoned the train somewhere up here. And um, so then the Corbin estate, which owns the train, uh, they uh, when they went bankrupt about 15 years ago, they sold the train off to the Northland Heritage Line. And then we started renovations. Uh, that took about five years. Um, we renovated that whole sleeper car. Uh, that whole sleeper car is completely renovated. It's only room A that we were unable to to renovate. An entire train of people just up and vanished. They don't know where they went. Isn't that isn't that the funniest, most wonderful little uh -huh. mystery, huh? Yeah. yeah. Very. Has, has yeah. this train ever? gone on a different route or has this always been its route it's always been this route. i mean the um i believe uh the 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 um designer the the man who built the train he came up here with his lady love and just you know wanted to, to explore the northland wilds here um and as they were exploring the northland wilds as we said some point in the 1930s he just they just up and left it mm. what was his lady love's name oh you know i'm not sure i know that She's kind of a mystery figure, you know? Yeah. But he was a real funny man. He's a Julian Corbin. He was this big steel magnate guy. And then all of a sudden, you know, he was a confirmed bachelor for so long. And then all of a sudden he met some, some you know, pretty young thing and, and, and sold off all his stake in his company in Corbin Steel and uh, built this train and came up here. And I guess the idea was to live out their days here together. But uh, I don't know, as I said, maybe they are. Maybe they left the train and found some place to settle down up here in the woods. Maybe they're trapped in a room. Burning I, to... 
I mean, in the 1930s, that wouldn't be so odd. It's It sounds strange now, but back then, I'm sure there's yeah. lots of people who that would have been just fine. Yeah, it was much easier to disappear, you know, several years ago. Who else was on the train when you said everybody that was on the train abandoned it, but yeah. how many people were on it? Well, it would have been obviously their engineer and their stoker. Um, and then there would have been their staff that was out here with them. Um, I think there was about oh, four or five staff members as well. Uh, and everyone just up and disappeared. So almost 10 people. Almost. So it wasn't a situation where uh, perhaps they disembarked by way of uh, Silas or anything like that. They just disappeared. All we know is that they found, they found the train abandoned on the track and no sign of any of the people in it. That's what all about we know. their uh, property? The, the, their property? Well, he sold it all off so that he could no, come no, here. No, and... uh, the other people. When they found oh, the, the other people. Well, I, you know, I didn't ever look into it. Um, you know, they, they weren't uh, rich folk, as far as I know. Um, uh, that would be some interesting things. Uh, anyone want to check it up on your goggle there? I mean, I, I can try. And this whole time, <laughs> Neb has been sitting, like, enraptured yeah. and has just grabbed two or three of everything to try yes. <laughs> um and so she'll finally put all that stuff down and, and yeah. gingerly pick up the phone again and i'll give an investigation i'll, I'll give it another try as, as neb is doing that robin yes. is just gonna she's actually gonna sit next to silas and just kind of put just kind of pat his knee kind mm. of know, knowingly as she sees how shook he is and mm. and and is starting to believe his story miss mm. <laughs> robin i i don't want to be too uh, forward, but um, how old did you say you were again? Oh, well, I'm 80 years young. 80 years young. Have you, uh, I, you know, along that journey, have you ever run into anything like this? You know, I do have my share of ghost stories, but I used to work as a volunteer firefighter, and I tell you, some of the things that you see, well, I can't say I've seen anything that you've described, even in my days as that. So you were a firefighter? Volunteer only. We mostly worked with the smaller things and, and, and helping clean up after the facts and looking for, you know, kittens and dogs that have gone running off when, when cat the Cat brigade. <laughs> Did you ever Robin and the Cat Brigade? <laughs> Did you ever lose anyone like as that was going on? Oh no, no. I've never gotten to see anyone lost in a fire. You know, lost, you know, people in other ways, but through fire, luckily not. How do you how do you deal with that loss? Well, you just have to Remember the good times with them and know that as long as you remember those good times and then they're not really gone. Well, I mean, what if, what if it really is gone? Like, you know, I understand I have other ones, but none of them, <laughs> none of them are, are like that hat. The hat. <laughs> what? Yeah, the hat. <laughs> What, oh what my about goodness, here? you're talking about your hat. Well, yeah, oh. I lost it when I was outside. Oh, dear. You lost it? Where? I'm so sorry. I, I don't know. It flew off in the in the night breeze. 
Well, maybe there's a gift shop on this road and you can get yourself a new one. It's not going to be the same. That, my pops gave me that one and I'm not even, I'm, a, I'm only on this trip because of him and now I've lost the hat and I don't know if I'm ever going to be the same. Your your dad was the one who gave you the ticket oh. as well, or just the no, hat? no, it's my my grandfather. Uh, but um, but yeah, gave me the ticket, gave me the hat. Uh, but um, now I've lost the hat, and I am literally on a you know Ozzy Osbourne style ride right now. So. Oh, you mean a crazy train? That's, ha! You didn't think I'd get it. Don't say crazy <laughs> anymore. Like we we don't try to use that word. So. Hmm. Neb rolled a nine yes. on her investigation check, so he has become completely distracted as soon yeah. as these questions were asked. She, the phone is just in her lap, and now she's she paying attention. She's the youngest, the youngest yes. of us all, and she's we the all goggling. <laughs> we all assume Neb's going to be the best goggler of the group. I, I, I would be, but you know that yeah. there's people around me telling really good stories that you know I can always goggle later. And every time I pick up the phone, it's it's warm, and I don't want to pick up the phone. I'd rather pick up the, this rum or that chocolate. So mm-hmm. it can wait until yeah. later when it doesn't hurt so much well so the what what your very basic goggle search here has um you know is is just that this is a a mystery right that even as you you can't even get names of the staff aboard the uh aboard the the train back then um that this feels very much like i either no one's really investigated and looked into it or someone has intentionally tried to erase some of this information i wonder if there was stuff that was intentionally buried when they the people who bought the train bought it because you know a bunch of people leaving a train all out in the middle of nowhere especially you know, that's something yeah especially well, if they Ms. were Armstrong, superstitious you said that you had you, you work with a legal company is there any way you have access to legal records about that purchase I mean, I might. I mean, the first thing I'm thinking is Lexus Nexus or legal reasons, tons of legal reasons. Or, or, I, I, I need another car that's not Lexus Nexus. We can do a (laughs) (laughs) back into the system. (laughs) I was going to go with like Honda Fonda. Well, right now, Fariza's just sitting on the floor listening to what everyone's saying, and like yeah. she stretches her long legs out and she's leaning against the couch and just listening to everyone yeah. sort of watching uh, Robin curiously. But that's all I'm going to say. She just okay. sort of watches Robin curiously and she's sort of uh, leaning over and listening to what Maeve is asking her about the possible like legal ramifications of people <laughs> on a train just disappearing and not showing up. No, I'm not asking about the legal ramifications, I'm talking about the sale. When you when they sold the train off, Ooh, there'd be a deed. There would be there would be records that. of that legal legal uh, documents all of the have dealings. to exist, unless it was the some contracts phone. and such. Let's do it. Uh, who's? I don't have my phone. My phone's back in my room. I forgot I have it. You, can believe it. <laughs> you know what? Home. I should I should just give this to you because <laughs> it, it's, oh, it's been so yeah. hard. Oh, thank you. <laughs> 
it must be the light. It's the, it's, it's the blue dress. Why I have, this mood color. I have this really cool cover on it that it's, yeah, it's it's kind of like that. It's, it I changes colors that. and the light and everything. It's really nice. Ooh. Interesting. Functional, I guess. All right, so Feruza, let's do a history check for your legal documents. Find anything? Is there? <laughs> is, can you I want to help? Scooched over Man. and been like, because I've got this phone set up the way yes, I want you this do. phone to be set up. Exactly. So can I help by smoothing through any of the the weirdnesses that are my quirks on the phone? Sure. We'll help. add your int, your base int. Uh, so plus three. So plus three, Faruza. It's whatever you roll plus your history. May and Maeve? I also because yes. I would know the system. Okay. Perhaps I... help her figure out where to put things just subtly. Oh, you might want to. Does it, it looks oh. like there's something there on that tab. Let's do that your int as well then. What is your base int? I need it. My <laughs> base int is plus one. Okay, so you're a plus so four. My investigation is more than that. So I don't know if that makes sense. No, we're, we won't use your skill bonuses cool. just to your base bonuses plus one. for helping. So yeah, a plus four for Ruza to your history check. Uh, yes, that would be a four plus four. So it's an, it's an, it's it's an eight. eight. I blame the rum. I don't know what I'm doing in a phone. Uh, this is really wow. good rum. I, I don't think I've ever actually had rum before, and this is the first time, and it's really good. So note to DMs at home who don't want to run modern adventures, because they're like, cell phones will ruin everything. <laughs> Apparently not. Nope. <laughs> uh, might, might I see that? May oh, I no. try and see if she got anything close that she's yes, maybe please. Using, well, I think or... we're gonna we're gonna use her eight and with all of you guys helping because you you did help <laughs> essentially you already did help yep um so we're gonna go go from there a roll is a roll um so as you're looking through the deeds and the, the documents you do find that there is the court you can get to the Corbin estate documents and you can get to the Northland heritage line documents but that they have been sealed um that this is, you know, without sort of a certain privileges, they are not open to public perusal. We got to make some phone calls when we're not when we're not around. <laughs> it's also like 10, 11 p.m. at night now. So. Also, you say we. Who 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 are we calling? We're calling my office from this train. Someone has to be able to break into those closed documents. Look. There's nothing close to a good lawyer. Remember that. Here's my card. She pulls her card out of her pocket and hands it to you. Huh. I've heard that. <laughs> well, same. May I have one as well? I look may at the card. May I have what? a card as well? Yes, you. What? Why, yes, you may. Here you may. Thank you, you so go. much. Your card. There you go. Mason takes like the card and, and puts it yeah, away. Family law, but I can, you know, I pretty much know or can cover any anything. I mean, it makes me nervous that Maeve is smuggling other <laughs> things know. from other people. I'm like, sort of, <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> some sort of a uh, mm -hmm. uh, doll with, you know, kind of taking hair from people's hairbrushes, <laughs> makeup bags, business yeah. cards. Mm -hmm. be interesting. At this point, uh, Silas oh, thoroughly. Maeve secretly failing. had a DNA lab and was cloning people. Yeah. And her... <laughs> Silas thoroughly not failing himself at this point. Yes. He has um, done the unforgivable and broken out the guitar. Oh, and he's just no. he, it, just very, very lightly, though, okay. uh, fingering uh, some kind of, uh, you know, tune that, that might be slightly recognizable. But uh, he is wrapped up in a corner at this point with his... Um, 
aluminum foil mm -hmm. survival blanket and uh he, he's playing and then you know eventually you hear him start humming just a little bit mm -hmm. uh and then you know he's you're so very special <laughs> so i'm a creep and, he, and he's like just barely barely singing that barely audibly um, and uh, definitely trying to take a short rest. Okay. Cave starts right harmonizing. Oh. Mm. Robin is gonna pull out her bag. Yes. She's got a little egg shaker. Yes. She's gonna, she's gonna shake, shake them. Augie, you know, has a couple of utensils, and she's just gonna fill a couple of glasses with the different levels of water, and sort of when she bangs on them to create different sort of xylophone Aww. effects to sort of join in. The hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. <laughs> and so, uh, he's playing that out and definitely would like to spend a hit a die. A hit die. All right. So short resting for Silas. Are the rest of you interested in short resting or long resting? Up to you. Okay. Um, I would like to ask Augie to tell us a story. Oh, I'm curious story. what sort of story she chooses to tell us oh as goodness. we have our, our fun camp out. Well, um, my, my. Well, it sounds like you all are fond of mysteries. Uh, so I could tell you a fun mystery about uh, our location where we're coming up tomorrow. Yeah. That'd be that the be Twin Creek Mine and Company. Yeah? yeah. Yes, that, that sounds great. Everyone settle in, get real comfortable, okay? So, the Twin Creeks Mine and Company, this was, oh, you know, back in the 1800s during the gold rush. And everyone was just kind of coming out looking for gold wherever they could. And this one feller, let's call him Steve, he hit, struck gold right here in the Northland wilds. Uh, and as he was digging down into the, into the dirt, he found more and more. Suddenly, brought his friends out dug more and more tunnels as deep and down as they go. Pretty soon there was an enormous complex of tunnels down under the earth and they were pulling up gold every single day. Oh, I've read this this book. Uh, they made a really good movie out of it. You always dig too deep. That's, that's <laughs> I've learned that. I mean, I don't want to ruin your story, but it's, uh, yeah, I think you always yeah. dig too deep. Well, they kept digging and digging and for a good year there, it was coming up solid. Uh, gold every day. He was getting really, really rich. Suddenly, all of the gold he spends on fantastic, wonderful things. He's living high on the on the hog, this Steve. And then suddenly the next day, the mine runs dry. Where they knew gold was days before. Suddenly, no longer there. Now there is nothing but coal. So, that is the mystery of Twin Creek's mine and company. At that point, everyone abandoned the mine. It stayed. Uh, they had started up little of, uh, little Hollowvale, town of Hollowvale. That's where Steve built his uh, his mansion, where he, he lived out and had all his wonderful things. But, you know, he died a long time ago. Uh, and that town itself also went into disrepair. Beautiful little ghost town that we'll visit on our third day of this journey. Um, but for tomorrow, we'll be taking you down into the, the outermost sections of that mine, checking it out, seeing how they did their mining back in the old days. Uh, of course, we won't be going into the rest of the mine. Those tunnels are a maze, quite a labyrinth of tunnels. They're very unstable, so we'll ask you to be safe while we're down in there. But remember, this is a, a strange phenomena where the gold suddenly ran dry. Hmm. Mm. And, and you said 
You said let's call him Steve, but yeah. that wasn't his name? You don't know his name? We call him Steve. We're not sure. You know, there's a big, you know, above he's, you know, there's a guy uh, who must have carved his name Steve in the lintel above the mine. But, uh, you know, we're not quite sure uh, what his, his last name was. You know, he lived out his days in Hollowvale. Um, so we call him Steve. Amazing to think that there would be a millionaire who has a mansion in the town and nobody can remember his name. It was a long time ago up here and, you know, they didn't keep great records back then. Hmm. Do you know nope. what he was spending his money on? Mostly to build his house. Build up the town. All the miners came and lived in Hollowvale while they were working in the mine. And, you know, a lot of it was spent on for them and their families and their payment as well. And now really the little town. Sorry? Did you... No, go ahead. I was going to say, um, so now the house has fallen into disrepair. Oh, yeah. Gone. Yeah, I'd say, you know, still, you know, over 100 years ago, you know, everybody left because there was no no uh, income coming in here anymore. Um, and he himself, you know, I think, as far as we know, died in the house there. Did he ever marry or have kids? Not sure. As we said, we don't really know much about Steve. Hmm. Steve. We just call him Steve because that's the name. He could have been anybody, but uh, we call him Steve because that's the name that's carved in the in the uh, lintel above the the mine. Oh, and I'm sorry. I was just sort of. Uh really just you know i guess they're amazed at this salami over here it's pretty good <laughs> did you did, did you say oh, try the prosciutto oh it's really really good and I've, I've, i mean i'm from new york i've had some well they're all from new york prosciutto, the yeah. Over there is, yeah yeah uh singing uh, i've had a good prosciutto but this is probably one of the best i've ever had so pretty good on that um i, I just wanted to ask her did, did you say that uh we're going to get to go buy this house that's in disrepair or no, this is a general story. No. Yeah. On the third day, we'll be going to the town of Hollowvale, uh, yeah. which is where his house is. And you can, you can explore the town again. These houses are very unstable. So we want to be real careful. You don't get hurt while you're out there. Is this entire trip filled with ghost towns and ghost mines and ghost stories? And basically death. What? Oh, um, well, no, I mean, the, the mine is the first stop. Then we've got uh, the town of Hollowvale. Uh, then I, I believe next is the the, um, the Blackwater Bay, where we'll see the whale mating. Uh, then we got the Bellcastle Cap, glorious, beautiful glacier. Um, sometimes, if you're real lucky, we can see the Aurora Borealis when we're there, hoping it's the right time of year, hoping the temperatures are right for that. Uh, and then finally, we go through the Farnshill Wilds. Okay, so just a little bit of ghost a stuff. A little bit of spooky we... up the front. You couldn't okay. do a, a vintage luxury train ride through <laughs> through the uh, wilderness without having a little bit of spooky. Well, I mean, you probably could, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad the whole thing isn't spooky. The, the Aurora Borealis sounds lovely. Oh, it should be. We, we've seen it on, I'd say, oh, about three out of the 10 trips we've made through here so hopefully you'll be one of the lucky ones was there anything else i can do for you before i tuck you in now uh i think we're robin huh you looked uh, curious for a second did you have something to ask goggy oh uh and she's like like reading for ruza's face for a cue <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, 
Nope, my memory seems to you know, have left me. I'm afraid uh, if there was something important, maybe Maeve remembers. <laughs> Maeve, do you have something important to ask? Argue. They found gold. The gold ran dry. And there's nothing else they they talked about about when the gold ran dry. There's no stories of people doing anything different. It's just they showed up and it was gone. Yeah, as far as we know. Hmm. One day it just all seemed to disappear. A lot of disappearing hmm. on these, these these stories today, huh? And yet you are that. not afraid. Oh, no, I've done this trip, you know, ten times already. We always do just fine. And all the so, people returned home after the 10 trips you've been on? Oh, yeah. Why would you even ask such a silly thing? <laughs> oh, I know, because we had you sign those waivers. That's just in case. It's just, a, you know, you're in the legal. You know that stuff. That's just to cover our butts there. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if the witch in Hansel and Gretel had waivers back then, it, it would have been signed like this is... I, I, I hope you have a pleasant evening, Augie. I'm ready to be tucked in whenever All you right. want. Oh, Silas. Well, you I've just, you know, I've come full circle around on you. I just think you're the funniest, sweetest uh, young man there. Um, <laughs> so you have a good night's rest, all of y'all. And I'll just be right over here and uh, you holler if you need anything at all. Thank you. Thank you so much, Augie. Thank you, Augie. Okay. Augie will step away. So unless there's anything you'd like to do, you can do your short resting or your long resting, depending on what you'd like. Uh, listen, everyone, I seriously, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sleep. So, um, like, I, I, I won't be loud over here, but I didn't want anybody waking up in the middle of the night and just seeing me staring out over them and, and thinking anything strange was going on. I'm just saying that um, you know, this has been pretty, I'll pretty be in room. Thank you for telling me that. Yes, pretty crazy. excited uh, time tonight. And I my mind's racing, my heart's racing. I hope that I'm not having a cardiac event. Um, and so um, I'm going to just stay up tonight. Uh, okay. Silas, I'm sorry it took so long to help you. No, 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 Neb. I, I, I want you to understand, and I'm being completely serious here. Um, most of the time I have things pretty under control. I was very much not in control uh, towards the end of that uh, scenario. And so um, I, I think that you saved my life and so i really i really do owe you one and Faruza, I, I i owe you one for breaking the glass and then not telling on me to augie because she kind of creeps me out too um and so um so yeah thank you thank you both i am very used to uh, just kind of going at things alone and it was nice to have some help and support during all of these shenanigans tonight I was glad to help. I've never experienced anything like that before. I, I thought that kind of thing only happened in the movies. Yeah, I haven't done anything like that in a while. So I was a little rusty. Well, You've we're just glad that you're all right. I'm super glad Thanks, that you're Ms. all Ryan. right, but also you've done that before? Not, not, <laughs> not, speci not specifically on a train because I, I would have accounted for the wind better and, and the cold and, and all that. But um, And I probably would have brought the carbon 
fiber cable with me uh, to begin with if I had known that there wasn't a balcony outside the window. But sometimes I leap before I'm sure there's a place to land. And um, that normally is very fun. But tonight it could have been pretty disastrous if you weren't there. So I appreciate it. Yeah. I kind of respect the fact that you took that leap. I, I got to the edge and that jump frightened me. And then and then you went ahead and it was really, really fun <laughs> to watch until it was terrifying. And then it was very, very terrifying. So, um, but I would love to hear some of the stories that you have of doing this not on a train because then it would be stories about you surviving, obviously. Like, do, do you rock climb? Do you, what do, uh, you do? Yeah, I mean, have, have you ever seen that show uh, that's like a fake documentary where um, these ridiculous people kind of talk about their life, you know, in some kind of office setting? And, um, and they have like a moment, one of those episodes where they're like, hardcore parkour. <laughs> Um, that, that's closer to what it is. So, uh, you know, I told you I've been to many, many places so like New York. Um, you know, so I, I climb rocks if concrete or rocks. So I, I've definitely done that before, but, um, like, <gasps> where'd oh, no. you go? Oh, no, oh, no. no. <laughs> we asked the wrong question here on the way. I was hoping if we just got him to talk about happier things uh, that he would eventually there fall asleep. I know everyone is way away. Yes. I am the game master on the other lane now. <laughs> you are all in so much trouble. Oh, funny. That's very funny. The, the last thing we heard was yes. you um, climbing concrete. Concrete. That's pretty much where it ended. <laughs> well, if you ever feel like telling any more specific stories, I'd love to hear them. Yeah, I, w I will at some point, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, maybe not tonight. Mm. So as everything gets kind of quiet, and it's so warm and comfortable here, the little flickering firelight, you all get a little drowsy, and you can do your, your short rest mechanics if you'd like. May have um, had yes. that big old thing of coffee. Earlier. Yes. Okay. Um, and <laughs> I, I really don't need a rest. Okay. I'm curious though to see what Silas is up to when he thinks everybody's sleeping. Okay. Yeah. So you're just gonna keep your eye, side lot. eye on Silas as you, yeah. <laughs> I take sleeping. The room that they're that we're all in, it's yes. basically another part of the sleeper car, right? No, it's a separate car. Oh, it's a separate so car. So this is okay. attached to the dining crew car, uh, crew quarters car. Okay, um, all right. So yeah, in this space, you know, there's obviously the authorized personnel section, there's the dining, the dining area, and then the lounge area. And then you have to cross outside to get back to the sleeper car, which just has those uh, six rooms. Okay. Okay. Then yeah, I'm gonna curl up somewhere and doze <laughs> off, or or like I, I'll probably ask someone, you know, to tell a story about something, and then in the middle of it, I'm just gone. Because falling asleep, yes. Um, put push you on your what is it, the Calm app or something. <laughs> you know, sleep stories on your your app and your phone. Um, so yeah, uh, a few hours sort of go by. You drift in and out of sleep. You feel yourself just restoring a little bit and kind of, again, the warmth, the comfort maybe of this space. 
Um, Feruza. No, uh, yes. Uh, Feruza, mm-hmm. Hope, and Neb. Now, Maeve, you're pretty focused on Silas. So we're going to start with you three. Feruza, mm-hmm. um, Neb, and Robin. Especially Neb and Robin. That little blue light just catches your eye. And as you turn to look, you can see it floating inside the car, the sleeper car. As you look over to look at the clock, you can see that it's about 2.13 a.m. in the morning. I, like, Robin's looking across the room at her, and like, like knowingly, like, <laughs> without, without saying anything. Don't want to I'm sorry, did you say I saw it too or no? Yes, Beruza, you saw it, it as okay. well with your, percep- your passive perception. Mm-hmm. How big is it? I mean, it, like I said, it looks like a little, like a, like a hummingbird size or a large insect. Very, you know, quite small. Huh. I'm going to walk closer to it looking to see, can I see something inside that is emanating the light or is it just... A blue light. As you go over to look closer, as you kind of move around to the side, you see that the room to door A is cracked open. <gasps> Who did that? Did you do that? How did you get it open? Was I sleeping? A little blue oh. light flits inside the room. Oh, we have to go after it. Go, Neb, go! <laughs> she is, yeah, she was already thinking about it, and as soon as... <laughs> As soon as she's told by somebody else to do it, she's gone. Neva's up on her feet. Her okay. is it Converse sneakers? <laughs> I guess you're in your your PJs. So you're, you're I would the, I would solve the sneakers because okay. I didn't know if we were gonna be doing anything yeah. else. So it's, yeah, it's like sneakers and socks, and then I have um, red and black flannel PJs. The, you open the, the top. Perfect. You open the door, cold air wafts in the rest of you. Now, Maeve and Silas, you feel the cold chill. Notice that Neb has gotten up to walk into the into the car next door. Neb, where are you going? I'm following. You didn't see the light? And I'm gone. You're gone. Rob, Robin's getting up and following. Robin following no, was behind. Peruza's mine. So, so yes, yeah, Silas and, 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 and uh, Maeve, you see that they've all gotten up, but they've obviously seen something, but you're not quite sure what it is that they're referring to. Mm-hmm. Neb Robin and Feruza, as soon as you open that second door, Neb, and step in, you see a woman standing in the corridor right next to room A. She is very, very pale, almost translucent, with tight blonde curls tight against her head. Her lips and nails are painted a a bright red. She wears a dress in an icy pale blue, just dripping with diamonds like she stepped right out of the Great Gatsby. As she looks at you, she puts a finger to her lips. Silas and Maeve coming up behind, you now see her as well. Silas, this is the face you saw in the window. As she does, she turns to look at the door to room A. As she does, she points behind her and in the reflection on the glass, you see a dark face, a shadowy face. Fingers of smoke, of fog, reach out toward her head. The lights flicker, and she's gone. Is the door still open? The door is closed. <gasps> did, 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 did everyone see that that time? Oh, we missed our chance. What is my blood alcohol level? <laughs> our, our chance to what? 
get inside the room. I don't know if we could have gotten in at this moment. I don't even know if the room was really open, but I definitely saw it open. Did yeah. did we all see it? Did 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 yes. Silas and I also see it open? Mm-hmm. Um, you you saw the door open, and then when the lights flickered, it seemed to be closed. So we saw all of the same things they did. You saw all the same things the they did. Yes. Okay. This is exactly. extraordinary. I I worked for a year as a psychic, and I didn't really believe <laughs> ghosts were real. This this validates everything I've ever done. You guys did, saw that, right? Yeah. I mean, yes. Did you learn anything from working with the psychic that you think might help in this case? Well, we could do a seance if we really wanted to. You know, call upon the spirits. <laughs> do we really want to call more spirits? Did anybody bring a crystal ball? Where? Uh, fresh out of those. We do have I'm, some crystals, but I don't have a crystal ball. I'm not sleeping in this car at any other point during this trip. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm out. He looks really traumatized. And, she, and she's sort of first gesturing to Silas. Yes. He seems, yeah, y'all. I mean, you all saw it this time, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Was that, uh, was that the woman you saw? Yes. Yes, that was her. <gasps> oh my goodness, I forgot to tell it? you. We, uh, well, I, I, I heard whispering and I could make out words of, of, in, endearment coming from the other side. A, a woman's voice saying, um, my love, my my only, these sorts of things. I think it was her. Her love. What does it mean? Maeve? You... I haven't heard her talk. That's the rest of you. It was a I whisper, Hope. You're not sure you could identify a gender off the whisper. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. It could be her. You, you know, you... It was coming from within, but uh, you don't know that you know a gender. Did you all see when she pointed to the window that there was a reflection of someone else? Was there anything we could tell about that other person? You want to give me a perception check, let's say. Sure. I would love to help with that. (laughs) (laughs) I'll like describe describe what I saw. Okay. uh, To try to. Okay. Does my description match up with what you saw? Okay, great. And you as well, Feruza? Yes. All right, so Feruza and um, Neb, what are your base wisdom modifiers? Oh, base wisdom. Oh, um, no, I'm zero on wisdom. Okay, so (laughs) if you can help another way, Feruza. (laughs) I've got a plus three, but Feruza, if you've got something else. Perfect. A plus three. So Maeve, uh, are you, you want to do a perception check and add uh, plus three from Neb, and unless Fruza is another way she wants to help. So just the plus three from Neb? Just a plus three from Neb, and then your own perception. So that's an eight. It's an eight. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. It's it felt I'm not very good at <laughs> noticing the thing. A shadow. It felt like a shadow, but it didn't act like a shadow. It didn't mimic her movements or the movements of anything on this train, but it also didn't feel like it had substance. How are they doing this? Maeve, how are they doing this? This is some Peter Pan stuff right here. Hammer tricks. I'm gonna look over at Robin and more magic? I'm afraid I'm 
tongue-tied on this one, kid. That, that light that we saw, that was what we saw outside, right? Yes, I honestly thought they were blue fireflies, what, what and I light? wasn't going to let you believe it, though, because you seemed so enchanted by them. But now I don't know what to think. You saw a light outside. Um, and the, the light that we just saw mimics the light you saw outside, so it's all sort of connected. Um, can Feruza get off all fours, which yeah. she currently was still on, and <laughs> stand up and knock on the door, say, excuse me, are you still in there? <laughs> As you I'm, knock on the door, you mm-hmm. feel a <laughs> on the back of your back. Going back Turning. to the pain door. To the other side, across yes. from where the door is. Yes. What's there? A window. I'd like to go up and look at the window. I'll join you and point out, like, the kind of... Obviously, we're past that place, right. but... When when we saw them, they were they were in the trees, like, right over there. In and out, in and out, in and out. They were faster than the train. Maeve, give me a real quick perception check. I've put my hand into the pocket of my flannel pants, yes. my my flannel PJs, <laughs> yes. because I, you know what? I just like to do that when uh-huh. I then reach out and give her a, a very a reassuring uh, squeeze as I'm telling her about this, yes. just to give her a little bit of support. A little support, a little yeah. guiding support. So that's a little three, D4 four of D4. support. D4 of support. Yeah. I don't know. 22. Okay. As you get up to the window, even though Neb is sort of pointing outside of the window and trying to describe what she saw there, you suddenly realize that you're blocking it. But if you were to move to the side, you would see the door reflected in the window across from it. I'd like to do that. As you get to the side, looking at it now, you think you see letters etched into the face of the door in the reflection. You see a Y, a V, and an I. I think her name is Ivy. You say that out loud? I do. The door swings about two inches open. Well, that was weird. Open sesame, except open Ivy. Ivy! Okay. What do we do? Maybe sort of twiddles a ring on her finger that is ivy like <laughs> oh. uh, uh, robin's gonna instantly look at silas doing like a like a check on him i i, I i'm fine like if they're trapped in there let's get them out okay. i'm gonna walk up i'm gonna look at everybody and walk up to the door it, it pushes in it pushes in i'm gonna i still have my hand in my pocket on something and i push open the door <laughs> okay <laughs> it's my business card um, your business card is actually next to it. <laughs> she's she's <laughs> holding on to the, you know something in her palm that you can tell is in her pocket and your business card. As you push the door open, you see mostly haze, fog, this smoky atmosphere that Silas had described to you. It seems to be filling the space. Um, you can see that just beyond the threshold is old carpet, but still nice, not worn. But it doesn't match the rest of the compartments. Do we smell smoke or anything? Does it have an odor? Make perception check, please, Robin. 
That is a five. We're doing great tonight, you guys. <laughs> um, you know what? It, the only thing you're getting is like when you're when you're outside and it's really freezing and there's that little like bite to the air, that little kind of cold smell almost. It has that, that like, <gasps> and indeed, Neb, you feel sort of a, a chill in front of you. I'll look over at, at Robin and then also actually at Maeve. I've heard stories about how you get like a chill up your spine when supernatural things are nearby. Do you feel that? I don't need to feel it to know something supernatural is going on. <laughs> Hello? Is there anybody in there? You only hear... I'm gonna walk in. <gasps> As you step in the room, please give me a constitution saving throw. Now. Oh no. no. Neb, you're like five feet tall. Stop <laughs> doing things first. <laughs> yeah, try to try to stop her from doing things first. Yeah. All right, okay, that's a nine. That's oh a nine. my god! Uh... Rolling great, rolling great. Four cold damage. Ooh. As it, <gasps> like you've been plunged into the Arctic ocean just daggers of cold up your spine every single uh, uh muscle in your body convulses your blood feels like it freezes as you let out a breath you see the breath in front of you mix with the smoke and the steam around you as you step in though you start to feel a more of a sense of this space it's bigger and the other compartments. Neb, now that you're in the mist, you can no longer see your friends outside and the light from the hall does not permeate into this room. There is a huge four-poster bed laden with beautiful diaphanous fabrics. Um, you see books in bookshelves. You see beautiful tables and chairs. You see a, a gorgeous vanity and a tiled uh, shower in those you know, beautiful sort of deco, you know, uh, mosaic tiles. Everything seems to be perfectly in place, except for the mirror above the vanity, which is broken, shattered. One piece remains stuck within that mirror, and the others don't seem to be there. Hello? Is yes. I'm gonna look behind me where the others, I what, think the what, others are. What do are. we yes. see? You see nothing. You see, out from outside, Silas you just see fog. Yeah. Silas steps in. Silas, Wait. make a constitution saving throw, please. Can you make it for me? <laughs> I can, if you'd like. You're gonna find out anyway. What's your bonus? Plus, plus two. <laughs> You're fine. Um, something you went through this experience, he said something in your, your past, you know, you just Recent sort of- past. <laughs> in your last few hours of your life you feel again those daggers of ice kind of start to hit you and you just push it down able to sort of wrap your your body around make a little friction and keep the cold out of your body robin's gonna enter too seeing that neb went in by herself she's gonna look straight for her all right constitution saving throw robin <clears throat> oh no i'm not using I'm gonna yeah. use my diehard dice. Come on, come on. Good yes, that's a tw oh, dirty good. twenty. A dirty oh, twenty. Right. All right. So like, yes, 
Okay. Yeah, Robin's like, whatever. Yeah. Robin has a big fluffy have, robe on. Big fluffy <laughs> robe, and you have lots of past experience of which of dealing with cold. And uh, yeah, you also sort of almost almost expecting it a little bit, you know, brace yourself for that chill. Um, and you do, you see Neb, as soon as you enter the, the, the fog, everything else, the light, the sound from outside goes away. But now inside the fog, although it's still hazy, you can begin to make out the details of this room and you do see Neb standing in front of this, this broken mirror of which there are no broken pieces. I'm gonna look over as the two of them come on in and especially when Silas comes in, I'm gonna give him like a surprised but really pleased smile. Like, yeah. oh, you can, okay. And then I wanna look back at this shard. Yes. And I wanna look in it. Yes. As you get closer, your warm breath fogs up that piece of glass, suddenly writing upon it, release me. Oh boy. This is amazing. What is it, Nip? Come here, come here, come here. And I'll just point at it. Yeah, Silas, as you get closer, you can also see it's beginning to fade already, but every time, Neb, as you blow, blow your breath upon it, release me appears upon the glass. Uh, who are you? I, I can't Robin is your you. hearing aid still tuned? Yeah, Robin, if she's hearing that, she's pulling out her hearing aid out of her bag and putting it in. Okay. Um, as you listen, you get a lot of the same phrases. You can sense there's it's requiring some effort of this, this voice to speak. Um, it simply seems to be saying, the shock. Robin doesn't quite trust the voice. Gotcha. So I don't know if, if she's <laughs> likely if there's, a, if there's a way I could maybe see if I could get a feeling. Of yeah, you want an insight? insight. Yeah. You want me to re roll it? Yes, yes, please. Uh, plus, four. Yes, yes, plus four. It sounds impatient. It sounds a little desperate to you scared even um but yes you hear this this effort that it's requiring to, to to say even a single word that you can hear you get a strong sense that it is using every whatever this is bit of energy it has to communicate with you i hear you spirits <laughs> you have been heard <laughs> She is a psychic. <laughs> yeah. We'll come right back to this in a second. Maeve and Feruza in the corridor. Is there anything you would like to do? As you cannot hear or know right now what's going on in that room. They so just disappear. I, what, what do I see now through the reflection? Through the reflection, you see the open door um, and you see the fog. Um, you do also, now that you know to look, see a shadow standing in the door. Where is the shadow? Just in right the doorway. in the door, a human figure, two legs, an arm, a head, a torso. Inside or outside of the room? Right inside the room, but right at the threshold. 
All right. Oh, goodness. Uh, there's a... There's a... There's someone there with them. What? What do you mean? Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? What do you mean? Right in the doorway. I can, can... You can come look, if you'd like. I'd like to... And I... I... I I reach into my bag and I'd like, or in, in my pockets, yes. I guess, um, and pull out, um, uh, first of all, is there is there some sort of glass nearby, like a cup nearby? Yeah, you could, you know, in Silas's room, you could go grab a glass. Oh, if, if we can go to our yeah. rooms, I'll go grab, yeah. um, I, I want to okay. go kind of grab my purse. Okay. And I'd like to <laughs> grab a, like the glass that you would be, maybe be on the, the, yeah. the sink to brush my teeth with. Yeah. I'm going to pour a little bit of whiskey into it. Okay. Um, okay. Because you always leave something for the fairies. And at this point, I, I have a reason to be what? superstitious. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I am going to, um, so we, <laughs> there's, a, there's a thing right there. We, there's something. Okay. Yes, in the door. Um, and I'm going to pull out a, a regular mirror and see if okay. I'm looking in a mirror, do I also see it? Or you is do it only not in the mirror. You only see it in the reflection of the glass hmm. beyond. The thing you see, does it appear menacing to us? Is it saying run for your life? Or it <laughs> does it have a giant knife? Great. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. It just seems to be standing there. Do I get any sort of vibe off of it? Does you it want seem... an insight check? I'd love one. What's your um, bonus? You want me to roll it? Uh, Sure. It's okay. a plus one. Plus one? It's hard to get much of a vibe. It doesn't have a face. It isn't moving, but it does appear to be in the way that entering the room is impossible without encountering it, passing through it. I'd like to find a way to anchor the door open, either okay. tying the knob <laughs> off or, you know, to make sure that they can get out. <laughs> Okay. Smart. <laughs> um, yes, what would be your plan to do that? Uh, what is the most stable thing nearby? Actually, Silas had that really strong cord. Yes. Perhaps we can use that. I go to to sort of like him later. <laughs> go back. Um, For which thing? Actually, yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually have. Since he doesn't know that. <laughs> I have something decent in my bag. I don't have to steal. Okay. This. Okay. Um, if if it's gonna save our lives, I don't think he'd consider it stealing. But hey, yeah. you know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I do have basically an emergency kit mm -hmm. type stuff and some mm -hmm. basic traveling or basic awesome. camping stuff. So I, there, I'm sure there's yeah. some Get some nylon you know, cord. Some cord. Like that. Yeah. Okay. I know. I have I have some rope type stuff. Yeah, as well. Okay. Um, so really on this side of the door, right? The door mm -hmm. opens inward. So the handle is now in the room. You would have to pass through the, at least your hand would have to pass through to be able to touch the door. Um, out here, there's not much in the hallway except maybe the sconces on the wall. Okay. May, okay. I want you to do something. And Feruza moves closer to the actual opening okay. and starts poking her hand in. What in am out? I doing when you look in the mirror? Am I touching the person? What do you see me doing? What's happening? What's so, what do I see? Yes, it appears as though her hand is moving sort of in and out of the shadow. You can see that as she goes through, it darkens, almost like it's, it, it stops the light 
from hitting her arm as she passes through it and pulls her hand back out. Uh, Feruz, I'd like you to make a constitution saving throw. I have resistance to cold. Go ahead. <laughs> that would be 12. 12? <laughs> That's three of which you'll take one. Cold damage. Yeah. Eh, you're okay. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> you know, there's a little sort of bite, that little sort of yeah. frostbite. Like air conditioner know, or something. Like, okay. On your fingers. Nothing? But nothing, it, it doesn't respond to you. It's, um, maybe try some light on it? Like, if I take out a flashlight and shine it towards them, does it react to that? You take out a flashlight and shine it towards, towards the, the, door. the shadow, towards the door? Um, that does nothing. Hmm. It does not respond to it. But again, you'll notice that the light does not seem to pass across the threshold. Hmm. Well, we'll give you a moment to think. We'll go back okay. into the fog with yeah. the other three. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, uh, Robin, you've just heard, you know, um, uh, replace the shot. Okay, uh, Silas, now, I'm a little out of my depths, but this sounds right up your alley because it seems like you've- out of our depths? We are all out of our depths right here. You know, isn't it amazing? You seem to know the most (laughs) about comic books and movies and what the the spirit is saying that we need to replace the shards or probably put the the mirror back together so it, it will release the spirit. Oh yeah, I've done that in so many video games. Yeah, uh, that that happens all the time. But uh, just news for everybody in here: <laughs> most of the time, when you do that in that video game, it releases the boss monster that then face rolls you, and you have to restart from a checkpoint. But, so uh, this is life, and we don't have checkpoints. Are you saying we're the heroes of this story? Well, uh, we're all the heroes of our own story, but 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 I'm also saying you missed the part that was important there, the boss monster. <laughs> or this is someone who needs help. Uh, Miss Robin, you're a psychic, and so Apparently. if you're actually, uh, if you can talk to this thing, can you figure out if it is in the boss monster category or is it in the like you know trapped needing to be freed from oppression category well it's definitely the second one but it could also be the first one and i'm just not aware (laughs) but i definitely get heightened sense of the second one it's like like a like a square is a rectangle but a rectangle is not a square (laughs) yeah i I mean honestly I, i just feel so comfortable and secure with anything that you're saying right now so um i i don't know i mean where are shards even i'm not saying that we're going to put shards back together because as we've already established i don't oh maybe does have duct tape though uh but but anyway um if we get the shards but i don't see any shards i'm gonna look back towards the the one shard of this mirror yeah and under under my breath, you probably hear Neb saying, "She told us to shush," and I'm gonna breathe back on the the shard, yeah. And then I'm going to draw in it. Where? Mm-hmm. 
So you breathe on it and you see the release me. And below, you're going to write in where in the own fog of yours. As you do that, you see a brief image of the map of the Northland wilds appear behind the mirror glass. Each one lights up and the map disappears. In its place, you can see almost along the, the grain lines of the wood, almost as if there are borders where the pieces might fit. And when the map came up, mm -hmm. uh, how many of those, those sp spots were there? Um, well, there were the, the, you know, the Gravelhurst station, there's the twin mining company. Oh, it actually matches up to all of Each our... of the locations that you would Okay, visit. okay, all right, okay, one, two, three, four, five, okay. Okay. Okay, what? Share with the class. Oh, you, I, you didn't see that? I just, I'm, I'm kind of at the point where I've stopped asking, because I... <laughs> You know, um, they, if they're peering over your shoulder, they would have seen just oh, that, you know, a brief sort of glimpse of that image sort of appears in the wood, almost as if someone sort of carved it into the wood behind. So this is totally magic. Like, this is a scavenger this is not hunt. not holograms. Yes. Oh. Not like, you know, animatronics. Uh, this is, this is like magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if we're not in any present mortal danger, and that's also Adam saying that, um, he's going to, uh, let's look around and see what this place is. He's going to start rummaging yeah. through whatever he can, can find in this place and trying to understand, you know, is there a door out of this place? Does it lead somewhere else or is it all enclosed? Uh, right. You uh, let's that. start with a perception check. I'm gonna roll because I haven't rolled tonight. Yeah, roll. And that is a six. Keep it up. Tonight. <laughs> Keep it up. This is a this is a rough night. You guys are doing great though for such a world. I love it. Um, so yeah, as you kind of look around again, your first impression is that this fog might be doing exactly its job, which is obscuring everything, making everything a little bit harder to read and understand. You know, it feels like this is a very enclosed space. You don't see anything that would be an exit. Um, and, you know, it's it's pretty much what you would expect of a luxury, you know, room here. There are the bookshelves and the bed and the, the vanity, the closets, the, you know, the shower. Silas looks to see if there are any towels. <laughs> Ghost towels. Silas, there are two towels. One I'm of them. I'm trying to pick them up if it's possible. You can. One okay. of them is monogrammed with a J. The other is monogrammed with an I. Oh. All right. I am going to take the towels and um, kind of roll them up as tight as I can and yes. stick them inside uh, my shorts on each side. <laughs> All right. You've stolen. You've stolen ancient linens. Okay, that's good. Wow. <laughs> it's a trade. I mean, this ghost is asking yeah. us for help. That's so right. Well okay. This is towels. your loot. In my games, your loot is towels. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look. Towel fort. Yeah, there we go. 
I I'm gonna look back at Robin and say, do you think there's anything else we should ask? I mean, it's not a big piece of mirror, but <laughs> it's not I, I don't know about you, but I'm not in any hurry to leave, so I'll just, I'll just draw something. I mean, you can try, but this feeling I got from the spirit was that it was really straining to communicate. So it's it's very weak, and, and maybe we shouldn't push our luck. Well, let me try one one more Shh. thing. I'm gonna breathe on the on the mirror shard. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna tr try to draw. Um... <laughs> Ooh, performance check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, crafting. I'm trying to picture the size of the shard and how she would draw. It's not this. huge. You've you've got a like a. You could get one more thing in on that shard. Yes. If I wipe it clean uh -huh. and start again, does that give me like a word or two? Or... Oh, sure. Let's do that. That's smart. Okay. So the yeah, release she'll... me stays. So you've always only got a little a little space. But go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So I'll just kind of yeah. wipe out that with with my sweatshirt and then <sighs> sure. Yeah. And I'm gonna try to draw any any problems. <laughs> It's probably gonna. It's probably gonna be like in in bad. You know, she's problems. P r b l m s question mark. Oh my god. She's trying to basically solicit. I, I'm hoping if there's something we should watch out for, they okay. might tell us. Okay. As you write, any problems? <laughs> The whole... That's the episode title. <laughs> you know, any purples? Know. <laughs> any purples? <laughs> As you write this into the fog on the glass shard of this, all three of you, and actually all five of you, feel the entire car shudder, shake a little bit on its rails. Who knows? Could be natural train, you know, uh, adjustments and things, but. The whole car just sort of shuddered a bit. Uh, that was weird timing. Let's not draw on the magic mirror shard anymore. Well, I was I was trying to get more information of if there's no, anything it, it we should a, watch out for. It was a great try, but again, like I mean, there is a really good chance this is the boss monster, and not <laughs> yes, and, and, and you just like, stole its towels. <laughs> Then you've got the the most boss towels ever. Me too. <laughs> I mean, they, they're they very really by the way, Silas. They have lovely little lace edgings. I said they're like hand monogrammed. They're like a lovely kind of cream color, very soft, way softer than the ones in your room. Silas likes to treat himself. Yeah, it's good. Um. So, uh, but but I mean, it was a great idea because trust me. I have no idea what we could do. I, I do you think that? Um, oh, sorry. Uh, her name is uh, Feruza, I think. Um, and Maeve, do you think that they're okay? Did they just like abandon us to our deaths? Or... <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming that they're outside. I mean, probably doing the same thing that they did when I was trying to help you outside the train. <laughs> Oh, I thought that they were just <laughs> jumping into action and, and really 
hell bent on making sure that but, I survive. Well, let's, maybe no. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. They're, they're our lookout. You know, if anything happened, they're out there. We're in here. We get locked in. They're at least out. You know, that's what. Yeah, I mean, well, honestly, I don't know why I came in here. To be quite honest, I felt like I owed you one, um, and so. Well, I'm glad that's... that I'm glad that you came. I'm glad that I wasn't alone in this because this is amazing, and I still am not sure if I believe it all. But it's you're you're not amazed by all of this. Well, j j just pinch me. I was going to pinch you, but then I thought that that might come across as like actually kind of mean spirited, and I didn't mean that. But just pinch me. I'll reach out and just a tiny little, yeah. like with the, my fingernail. Yeah. Not you even. feel it, Silas. Okay. So we're not dreaming, I don't think. No. So I think this is real. Was well, that? if, if you wake up with towels, then you'll know. <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's pause here. We'll go back outside with Veruza and Maeve. What was your, you were coming up with a plan potentially to block the door. I just thought of something. What? Well, there was a fire here, potentially, right? We think? I think you don't see any, any fire damage or anything on the outside. They don't see any on the inside. Right. But that was what we had heard. That was, Silas we, did say that he flames. On fire. Silas said he thought things were on fire because he saw smoke. You, what you learned was that the designer of the train went to great pains to make it fireproof. Right. Well, what I'm thinking is that you said it was cold, uh, and it would make sense, perhaps. No, not cold. Never no, mind. Not really cold. <laughs> I mean, maybe the AC is higher, but it's uh, no. What do you, what do you mean? Never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's. You know, <laughs> Okay, this is nothing. Uh, I'm still. I'd still like to anchor the door yeah. open, and, right. and um, because what, what I was thinking is that if it was cold, and light isn't making a difference, maybe flame would, but flame would be super dangerous, and it would be a trap to set the thing on fire, which is not something we want to do. No, not at all. Especially if you said you saw someone standing here behind us or something. You said well, still. The, the, still thing, the thing isn't in the door yeah. there. It's still okay. there. Okay, you know what? Um, And I just realized why she told me to shush. Why? Because I wasn't supposed to say the name and open the door. And it's all my fault now. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> well, now I got to go in and fix this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know what I think I'm gonna do real quick, Maeve? I'm gonna lean in and tell them that there's someone standing in their doorway while they're in there doing who knows what. All right. And at this moment, like, Bruce is yes. gonna say, I'm backing into what you see, right? I'm backing into it. And she sort of, Bruce backs into it. Okay. on the threshold, if you just right on the yeah, threshold. Yeah, as Inside you pass is in, through. outside is out. Maeve, as you watch the reflection, you see her pass through, and, and Feruza, you feel that chill come through you. You, you know, you resist, you don't, you know, you, you've already made your, your check on it, but, oh, it is, even for you, and you're used to cold, it's just a little, you know, ice cube down your back. Yeah, I think we're Feruza, is Maeve okay? Uh, yeah, we just, I'm actually just coming in to tell you guys that there is something Maeve noticed when she was looking at the reflection of the door 
through the mirror that's on the wall facing, she sees a being standing <laughs> here, here at, in their doorway at. Yeah, I think we've been talking to them. Boss monster. Or spirit who needs help. Veruza looks over and she sees Broken Mirror and sees what you guys yes. have been doing. And she's like, so are we summoning demons or opening a portal to hell while we're standing outside? What's going on in here? We're trying to help somebody who is asking for our help. Do you have that axe? <laughs> I mean, just in case. Like... I, I, I don't have it on me presently because I did put it back to bed but I could go get it. Why would the axe be needed right now again? And the same day I used it before. In uh, hours. Yeah, <laughs> a couple of hours. I, I mean, honestly, so so very quick rundown. Okay. Neb is very brave, jumped okay. into this super weird room. Mostly just walked. Saw it, well, yeah. Jumped is like an action word though, and it's 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 kind of like a comic feel to it. So I think. Uh, oh, okay. I mean, it was. Uh, it, there's just something. It, it reminds me of uh, the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. I mean, it was just so incredible to oh, see you like leap comic. into action or walk into action or whatever. But but ultimately, uh, Neb came in here and found this broken mirror and breathed on a shard for some reason. I'm not sure why, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, and so the shark, and so yeah, Neb. Like, is it is it still there? Is the writing still there? Yeah. Is it if, okay. as long as Neb goes up and <sighs> breathes on it, you see it appear. So that's that was... weird, right? Faruza, that's weird, right? I mean, like uh... we've been in here a while. We'll make sure that nothing's happened to our mental capacities. I just got kind of... here. Uh, I need to catch up my brain here because I'm noticing that this cabin is very different than ours. Is it just yeah, owls? Okay. Uh, now, isn't it amazing? Uh, you know who's really weird, but I kind of like her in a weird way. Uh, Maeve, maybe we should drag her in here, and she kind of <sighs> seems like she knows about weird. But things. what? What if all of us are in here at the same time, and then they close us in? Like, I'll go back out, you guys. I've got you. Miss Miss Robin, you're the psychic. You're the one, only one that can speak to them. She's a psychic. What? I thought she was. A yeah, psychic. she was. She was talking to them. She oh. was. It was amazing. Although we we can also on the the mirror we can talk, which is might be better because remember she said. But you kind of left out that part where when you did that, it like shuttered the entire place that we're in. Did you feel that out there, Barusa? We did, but we just thought maybe. No, we did. We thought a monster was coming. Exactly what I thought. Well, I had asked if there were any problems that we should watch out for. You asked the mirror. I asked the person. I, th I think her name is Ivy, right? That's what Maeve said. Ah, what if that was a premonition? As you that... say the word Ivy aloud, the door shuts. No. Behind you. No, no, no. Ivy, 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 Maeve, Ivy, Ivy, as you are standing out front, the door just no. behind you. Even though I was tying it up. Well, we, we were, we weren't there yet. Oh, uh, would you like to do? No. As you see it, you can give me if you'd like to do a like a strength saving throw or something to try to jump in, or a dexterity saving throw to try to dexterity. Dexterity, yes. give strength, me a dexterity saving throw. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. Uh, 20, 
22. A 22. You're able to just slide your body in place of the door. Oh, no, no, As no, no, you no. do, however, you see the giant shadow kind of move around and begin to pull the door closed behind oh, you as you watch. Oh, you are on my list. <laughs> watch the thing behind you. And now all five of you are shut in the room. Silas is seriously Ivy, 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 Ivy. He's the just saying it over does and over. Not open. Oh no. Well, I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> it would be nice to have an axe. <laughs> Silas. Axe in my room. The As axe is going to get us in. I don't think the axe is going to get us out. So there's mm -hmm. a creature standing there. Yes, we've been talking to them. I don't think the that's that who we were talking to. Why are they closing us in? Getting a feeling that I think that that wasn't the spirit we're talking to. The mist Boss begins to swirl as something moves forward from the door into the Are room. you Julian? <sighs> Is this your towel? <laughs> you can bring the whiskey with you. Quick, put it back, room. put it Robin. back. Yes. You hear very simply. No. No. No, not Julian. Not Julian. Not Julian. Not, not Julian. Julian. Ask him who, uh, who they are. What do you want? My love. They want their love. Their love. Their love. Uh, their Who love? is their love? They want their love. <laughs> they, they oh, just, even love. Like love who? yourself. Don't. It's okay. Love yourself. Who is their love? Who is it? Ivy, you're speaking of. Yeah. Uh, it's all making sense now. This spirit wants Ivy back, and I believe Ivy is the one who wants the mirror put back so that she can be. Freed, it's it's all coming together. What's what's their name? What is your name? Who are you? The car shudders. <laughs> I want to turn around and look at the shard of yes. mirror. Do I see anything that's been written there during this encounter? You don't. It still just says "release me" and any problems. <laughs> um. Did we all try the door? Was it with you, Tyler? Uh, I'd like to give the room a once over since I just got here. Go ahead, give me a perception check. Me. I, I would love to help Maeve with this. Um, I'm looking around for anything okay. and everything. Okay, so you can and add like... a wisdom. What is yeah. your, your plus three? A uh, plus three. Add a plus three. 19? A 19. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Uh, uh, 20. 20. 30, 20. <clears throat> As you begin to look around, you definitely get, it's, oh, also, I'm sorry, Maeve, Constitution saving throw. Oh, yeah. Um, this is not a, a magical effect, right? Uh, I guess it is, yeah. So you, do you have advantage? I do. Yeah, go ahead. 18 plus 3. Okay. 21. You 
pull it off. So you're okay. I'm just right. Oh, it is chilly in here. It's very cold. You are lying. It's freezing in here. It's very cold. Uh, so me. Should have brought the sweatshirts. <sighs> you definitely sense some sort of figure moving through the mist. It it's very slow. And it, it does appear to be trying to avoid detection, but you, you can just sense the mist moving around a shape of some sort. Um, as you begin Are to- you render foe? <laughs> render foe, the car shutters. Oh, that's an answer. Uh, I'd like to- They just don't like to be talked to. I'd like to wipe off any problems and ask bad question mark bad question mark the car shutters what are we doing wrong who what are we upsetting does anyone know i mean i think that the instructions are clear the only thing is we need to get out of this room what does it mean could ivy be the train what? What? Exactly. I'm watching too much TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to going into secret rooms that are kept I mean, locked with creepy shadows watching the door. As you begin to talk to each other and you say, is Ivy the train, you begin to talk over one another. The car shudders more and more. Suddenly, <gasps> brakes are put on as you are all thrown to the ground. Please make dexterity saving throws. Oh, no. No, yeah. oh, I'm doing this die hard way. Natural 20! I, I hope you don't nice. die, Yeah, right? Lisa has a natural 20. Silas? Um, that's an 18. An 18 for Silas. Nebula? I'm looking at the shard of the mirror, so I rolled a 2, which is the two. one. Robin? Oh. She gets stabbed by the mirror. 17. <laughs> 17. Maeve? 17. 17 as well. Okay. Um, so... Uh, all of you hold your ground. You don't fall to the ground, except for Neb, who goes flying head over heels into the shower. Ah. You take three bludgeoning damage as you just bang your head on the oh. tile. Everything kind of grazed out as the whole car rocks side to side, screeching to a halt, uh, barreling forward until suddenly it stops dead. And with that, we will conclude this chapter of Children of the Please remember, life itself is the most wonderful fairy tale. A couple of things before we go. go. Because I forgot at the beginning, so that's on me. Apologies, everyone. But uh, keep in mind, with the schedule for Children of Erte, we are actually off from playing next Tuesday night, which is the first Tuesday of the month, April the 5th. But when we are off on those nights from playing we are going to next Tuesday, April 5th, be debuting our after show for Children of Erte that we are calling On the Erte. You see what we did there. And this is <laughs> going to be hosted by Sam DeLev and cannot wait to see what they Yay. bring to this. And our first guest next Tuesday night for that talk show after show is going to be Deborah Enwall. Uh, Two so thumbs. 
Good yes, lady. it's it's going to be a ton of fun to see just some behind the scenes uh, things, <laughs> some commentary. I'm sure Sam is going to try to grill Deborah on what on earth is happening. See if they can get this. any any yeah. secrets out yeah. of see, me. See if any secrets will will fall. But please join us for that. And then before we leave, also we had some incredible fan art of the train trail that we are taking here and so hopefully we can show that on the screen here and this is from uh yeah uh marco just did an incredible job here and yes absolutely outstanding so we wanted to share that before we uh went and thanks everyone have a great one we'll see you next week (laughs) you can even as we said you can even see the tunnel where silas almost Mm. ate it (laughs) almost died (laughs) there's a detail marco highlighted (laughs) oh that was such a long time ago such a long long ago all right good night everyone half an hour bye Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Children of Erte. To learn more about Demiplane, visit demiplane.com and embark on your own adventure today.